Uh, we're going to ask if Pastor Jones, if, if he would come at this time. Let us receive him by saying amen. Amen. say something real quick about that song just we just heard it's uh it is truly a blessing to know in this time and age that we as children of God that God made a promise to us and his word tells us in Psalms chapter 40 I mean 34 verse 17 and 18 God tells us the Lord hears his people when they call to him for help he rescued them from all their troubles. And verse 19 says, The righteous person faced many troubles, but the Lord comes to rescue each time. So that's truly a promise that we know that the Lord is always there with us. Praise Amen. the Lord. All right. Thank God for that, Brother Stoke. We appreciate the testimonies and appreciate the service thus far. Amen, and we want to go into the Word of God. Thank God for everyone in attendance this morning. You that are in YouTube and Land and Facebook Land, we appreciate you being on social media uh, with us on this afternoon. We're going to turn our Bibles to the book of Mark, the 11th chapter. The book of Mark, the 11th chapter, for God's glory. Amen. We covered your prayers this morning. Mark the eleventh chapter. Amen. And we'll thanks be unto God. Right. Well, praise God. Mark eleven and verse number twenty-two. Mark eleven. Verse 22. And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. Jesus says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he hath said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Jesus Christ was encouraging his disciples to have faith in God. We want to encourage you this afternoon to have faith in God. The Bible said, Cursed be the man that trusts in man and maketh flesh his arm. But blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Our faith must be in God. Jesus said, Have faith in God. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. So he said, listen, he eliminated man. 
He eliminated us having faith in man, and he also eliminated us having faith in our own understanding. He said, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. The proverb says, Solomon says, he says, and lean not unto thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge God, and he shall direct our paths. At the end of the day, every knee shall bow. Every tongue must confess that God is God. You even say, I don't believe in God. Amen. We can prove that that is a lie. Man came from God. Man was created from God. Man came from the very imagination and mind of God. When man tell you they don't believe a lie, the Bible says what? They don't believe in God. The, God, the Bible says, well, what if some do not believe? Does their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? It says, nay, let God be true and every man a liar. So we must have faith in God. What is faith? What is faith? In the book of Mark, amen, Mark, the fifth chapter, and verse number five, Luke, the fifth chapter, amen. My note's not coming up, but that's all right. Praise be unto God. Luke, the fifth chapter, amen, upgrade this computer, and been having problems ever since. Mark, Luke, the fifth chapter, and verse number five, chapter five, verse five, amen. I'll wait for you to turn, Luke five and five, all right. And Simon answering and said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night long and have taken or caught nothing. But nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Nevertheless, at your word, Lord, I'm going to let down my net because you spoke it. Jesus Christ, when he speaks it, it is. When Christ speaks it, it will come to pass. Why? Because he's, the Bible says that Jesus Christ, he is the author and he is the finisher of our faith. Amen. The Bible that Jesus, uh, Peter said, but Jesus nevertheless, what was Peter responding to Christ uh, 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 regarding? The Bible says in verse number one, and it came to pass as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret. And verse number two says, and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. They were packing it up. They were ready to go home. They had, they had finished uh, uh, trying to catch fish. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and he prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. In other words, unravel, unpack all what you've packed up. And I know you toiled all, Jesus Christ already knew he was toiling all the night long. Amen. And he already knew that he hadn't labored all the night long. But he said, listen, uh, amen, uh, I'm going to try Simon's faith. And he said, listen, if you just thrust out a little from the land, and he sat down and he taught the people out of the ship. And when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a drought. Let down your net for a big old catch. But you got to launch out into the deep. Amen. It takes faith to launch out. 
Amen. It takes faith to launch out. Amen. It's time for us uh, as a congregation, as a church, to launch out, to go out a little further into the deep, get off the shadow plane, get off the shadow, out of the shadow waters. Amen. Get off the shore, praise God. It's time to launch out into the deep waters. Amen. And let down your nets for a drop. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night long and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will. What is faith? Faith is submitting your will to the word. Even though statistics are against you, even though the doctors say you're going to die, even though, amen, time seems like it's against you, amen, uh, I'm going to take God at his word. What is faith? The Bible says in Romans, the 10th chapter, I believe that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. What is faith? Peter, notice he says, I will. In other words, I'm going to submit my will to the word. Amen. In order for us to have faith in God, uh, in order for us to trust in God with all our heart, we have to submit our will to the word of God. He didn't say I will uh, uh, because uh, I'm going to I want to I want to do it uh, because on my own uh, or because my partners are saying it. No, he says, because at your word, nevertheless, at your word, because your word said Jesus Christ is the word. I will do it again. And when they had this done. They enclosed a, a great multitude of fishes and their nets break. Why? Because he trusted in God. He had confidence in God. And God came through for him. They were toiling all the night long. Saints of God, if we learn just to put our trust in God, put our confidence in God, God will make a way out of no way. When there seems to be no way, God will open up a door. He says, ask and it shall be given. He says, seek and ye shall find. He says, knock and the door shall be opened. Lord, nevertheless, because your word said it, I will. The Bible says that, that the Bible says that, amen, uh, what sort of things we ask? What sort of things we ask? Amen, when we pray, believe, go back to Mark. Amen, go back to Mark 11 chapter. Amen. Mark 11 chapter. Jesus said, uh, for, who's, for verily I say unto you. Verse 23. Mark eleven twenty-three. 23. Amen. For, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Amen. Be thou removed. Amen. You got some mountains in your life. Or you got a mountain in your life. A mountain is a big mass of land. An elevated mass of land. A mountain is something that's beyond you. A mountain is something beyond your control. A mountain is something that you can't of yourself move. You can't even think about moving it. A mountain, amen, is something, amen, that's standing in your way. A mountain is something that is hindering you, amen, from being what God will have for you to be. A mountain, amen, is something, uh, amen, that's hindering your progress in spiritual things. 
amounted in something that's hindering uh, you from, amen, uh, going to the next level. Amen. If I say unto this mountain, something that I cannot do anything about, something that is a big mass, and something that's elevated in my life, something that's in my life that's hindering me, something that's in my life that's, that's stopping me, I say unto this, be thou removed. Amen. Amen. And be thou cast into the sea. We all have a mountain. And Lord, I don't want to just, uh, amen, uh, excuse my mountain. This thing is uh, 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 something that I can't do nothing about. Something in my life I cannot move. Something in my life I cannot control. It is a mountain. And he said, Say unto the mountain. In other words, it's time for me and mountain to have a conversation. It's time for me and mountain to have a talk. He didn't say, amen, say to your wife, say to your husband, say to your children, say to your job, say to the city, uh, say to, he said, listen, say it to the, because those things can't talk back to you. There's some things in life, amen, uh, that we got to speak to. And when he says, stay unto this mountain, what is he dealing with? He's dealing with something that's in a spiritual realm. Because the devil hear us when we, when we testify. The devil hear us when we say, I'm determined to make it. I'm going to make it by the grace of God. I'm going to stand by the grace of God. So the, the devil, he uses things. He worked through people. The devil worked through, he worked through spirits. He worked through spirits. Brother, this mountain could be a spirit that the devil is using. It could be an unsaved spouse that the devil is using. You got to say, it's not the spouse, it's the spirit in the spouse. That's why you can say to it, that's why you can speak to it. Amen. That's why you can speak to it. You don't go. You don't get nobody in, in going to a literal mountain, Mount Everest, and going up there and talking. You think the person crazy, bro? We're talking about something spiritual, something that that's trying to hinder you from being saved, something that's trying to hinder you from being what God will have for you to be, something that's working against your salvation, something that's coming against you, something that's hindering you from being at church. Something that's hindering you from consecrating yourself to God. The devil can use your job. The devil can use situations. The devil can use circumstances. The devil can use the hustle and bustles and the, the, the demands of life. Some things you got to speak to it. Just like you're talking to me, you got to speak to it. You cannot, you can't hem hum, hum, hum around it. You got to speak to it. You got to speak to this mountain. You got to look at eyeball to eyeball. You got to stand toe to toe with it. And you got to say to the mountain, mountain, get out of my way. Mountain, be thou removed. Brother, you got to say it and have faith in God. First of all, Jesus first, he said, listen, before you can even speak to the mountain, you first got to have something. You got to have faith in God. 
You got to meet the qualifications of having that type of faith to be able that will elevate as high as that mountain is. Brother, you got to meet that mountain on this level. That mountain is something you got to conquer. That mountain is something you got to be able to climb. That mountain is something you got to surmount to it. You got to topple over it. You can't be beneath it. You can't submit to it. What is that thing hindering you? What is that spirit hindering you? What is that thing? Amen. It seems so innocent. It seems so innocent. It's not worldly. It's not sinful. But it's my hindrance. It's a hindrance. It might be that overtime. It's a hindrance for me praying. It's a hindrance for me consecrating. It's a hindrance. Well, I got to say to this mountain. I got to say to this mountain. Amen. The Bible says faith without works is dead. But we got to speak to some things. The Bible says life and death is in the power of your tongue. I said life and death is in the power. God said there's power in your tongue. There's power in your tongue. Brother, the Bible says whatsoever things, whatsoever for for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall do what? Say unto this mountain. You got to speak to it. You got to get on your face before God and say in Jesus' name, husband, you are saved. Get out of my way, devil. Wife, you are saved. Get out of my way, devil. By God's grace, you are saved. You are sanctified. You are settled. I'm claiming it. There's some things you got to claim. There's some things you got to name it and claim it. There's some things in life you just can't, you just say, can't just succumb to. There's some things in life you just can't submit to. There's some things in life you just can't settle to. Because you know it's not right. And you know it's going to be a hindrance to your salvation in the long run. You want to you wanna, you wanna stay saved. Your spouse want to party. You want to stay saved. Your spouse want to drink. You want to stay saved. You want to speak positive things. Your spouse want to cuss. No, you are saved. I'm speaking to it. Be devil in the name of Jesus. I'm not talking about go point to nobody in their face. I'm talking about in your prayer life, talking to God, talking to God. You saying, God, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for a saved husband. I want to thank you for a saved wife. I want to thank you for, remo for blessing me. God, I thank you in Jesus' name for blessing me with one good job. All these three different jobs is hindering me from being on time for service. Lord, I thank you for good health. Sickness, be removed. Low finances, can't hardly pay my bills, be removed. I'm claiming prosperity in my life. I'm going to name it by God's grace. Be thou removed. Amen. Old cop problem. Every time you try to get on the road, every time you try to do something for God, see that the devil knock you two steps back. You know it's the devil. Brother, you got to say to this mountain, 
What mountain do you have to speak to this morning? What mountain do you have to speak to this afternoon? Amen. Be thou removed. Get out of my way. Get out of my path. Stop hindering me. Stop trying to block me. Stop trying to hinder me from my success. And be cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in your heart. Don't you doubt in your heart. The Bible said what's impossible with man. What's impossible with man. It is possible with God. And the Bible says all things are possible. Amen. Where's that at? Because my nose, my thing won't even come up. All things are possible. Not some things. All things are possible. We got to believe that all things are possible. I believe that all the saints of this congregation will show up to service at the same time, Brother Milton. And y'all won't have to call the ambulance that day. I believe that God is going to come through for me. I believe that God's going to show up and show out. That's my faith. That's my belief. When the doctors had told me that, Troy, you got an appendix so large that it's like a ticking time bomb ready to explode. When those doctors told me Another doctor told me, he said, it's like throwing a gasoline in the backseat of your car and driving and throwing a match. That was another doctor. Another doctor told me, the third doctor told me. He said, you are signing your death certificate if you sign yourself out of this hospital. That was over at St. Anthony's. The other two was in Pasadena. And I was so sick. Oh, I was so sick. I could hardly walk. I didn't know what it was. You couldn't even touch me. I felt the pain all the way in my toes. As I lay there in the emergency room for eight hours, they got ready to roll me up to surgery. Getting me out of the room, they had got me completely out of the room in the hallway, rolling me up to, to the elevator. And I said with a whisper, stop. Stop. They rolled me back to my room. They said, what are you talking about? The surgeon is ready. We got a room ready for you. We got to get this appendix out of you. I said, stop. Roll me back to my room. Oh, I had my Bible over my chest like this. I said, stop. And they rolled me. And, and right there in the middle of the hallway, the nurse said, what are you doing? I said, roll me back. And she said, and I had my Bible here. She said, I said, I said God going to heal my body. I got to make a phone call. I got to have my pastor to pray for me. Oh, I want to call my pastor to pray for me. Lord, I don't know whether I'm going to live or die. They say this poison set up my body. I don't know what's going to happen, God, but I said, I want to call my pastor. Amen. Roll me back. They rolled me back to the room. That nurse, she stood over me, Brother Morris. She said, and you don't know nothing about that Bible. Because in that Bible, I had it across my chest. She said, in that Bible, it says God helped those that help themselves. 
She said, God gave you three S's, signs, symptoms, and science. Signs and symptoms to get you behind in here and science for us to help you. You got to have this surgery. The doctor came in, the doctor came, the doctor came in, stood at my feet. He said, you are crazy, stupid, and insane, young man. You need to have, you got to get up here. I said, give me the phone. I got to call on Jesus. Oh, I could hardly talk. I was in so much pain. I said, just give me the phone. I called on the man of God. The Bible says, call for the elders of the church. The Bible still says that. The word of God says, call for the elders of the church and let them pray over you, anointing you with oil. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise them up. Glory be to God. Amen. And Pastor Hodges, he cried out to God on my behalf. Me and my wife was crying. Oh, saints, is there some fears we got to battle? Yes, there's some fears we got to battle. Yes, you got to fight fear. The devil would terrorize you with fear. The opposite of faith is fear. And the devil would terrorize you with fear. If you say something, they're going to curse you. If you do this, they're going to hurt you. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of peace and love and a sound mind. The Bible says who is he that will harm you if you be followers of that which is good? The Bible says, David said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Amen. We got to have faith in God. What that will dispel the fear. Amen. We don't have to be fearful. Amen. David said, yea, do I walk through the valleys of shadows of death? I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. Glory be to God. Amen. Joe, one time he says, uh, amen, I, I, I was looking for the Lord. He said, I looked on my left. And he said, and I looked on my right. He said, behold, I go forward and he's not there. He said, I go backwards. He said, I cannot perceive him. Amen. Hold on. Let me grab that scripture in Job. Glory be to God. Sometime we're going to feel like God is nowhere to be found. Amen. Job, the 23rd chapter and verse number 8. Job 23 and verse number 8. Sometimes we have to trust God. When things don't seem like they're going to work out. Amen. We got to trust God when things seem like they're not going to work out. Amen. We got to trust God with man, doctors, with their authority and with their science and with their amen uh, 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 telling me that I was going to die. Amen. I got, to, I got to cut through all that noise, and I got to stop and focus on God. I had to cut through all that noise and focus on God. Amen. Amen. And the Bible says here in Job 23 and 8, he said, Behold, I go forward, but he is not there. And then I go backwards, and I cannot perceive him. I cannot perceive the Lord. In other words, I can't figure him out. I can't see him. I can't feel him. You know, people say, do you feel me? I don't feel God. Sometimes you're going to pray. Sometimes you'll be out on your knees praying. It don't feel like your prayer's getting past the ceiling. Sometimes you'll get on your knees and cry out to God. It don't seem like, amen, God is answering. 
Amen. But you got to have faith that God is, hears my cry. The Bible says the righteous cry. The righteous cry. The Lord heareth them and he saveth them out of all their troubles. Glory be to God. Amen. He says that on the left hand where he worked, I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand and I cannot see him. But he knoweth the way that I take. He know I'm saved. He know I'm trying. And he says, he said, listen, but he knoweth the way that I take. And when he has done what? When he has tried me. When he has tried me. Saints of God, we're going to be tried. The Bible says, thinking not strange concerning the fiery trials, which is to try you. We're going to be tried. The Bible says, blessed is a man that endured temptation for when he is tried. We're going to be tried in the fire. You got to go through the fire. You got to go through some fiery tests and trials. Sometimes, sometimes, uh, sometimes, amen, the devil use, uh, amen, fear to terrorize us. Amen. Uh, Sometimes uh, that mountain may be used uh, as a spirit uh, against us, but sometime that mountain could be God, uh, amen, trying our faith to see if we're going to wait on God, to see if we're going to trust him through the whole process, to see if we're going to have confidence in him. That's why the Bible says in Hebrews, the 10th chapter, verse 35, it says, cast not away, therefore, your confidence. Don't you cast your confidence away in God. Hold your confidence in God. Don't you cast it away. Why? The devil wants you to cast it away. But the Bible says, but he knoweth the way that I take. I'm glad that God know the way that I take. He knoweth you. He knoweth me. Amen. Hold your place there in Job. Amen. Go over to Isaiah, the 40th chapter. Glory be to God. He knoweth the way. Thank God that I take. Then when he has tried me, he says, I shall come forth as pure gold. Glory be to God. In Isaiah, the 40th chapter, verse 28, it says, Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the, that, the, that the everlasting God, Isaiah, the 40th chapter, verse 28, amen, I want you to know something this afternoon. Have you not known? Amen. If you don't know, you, now you're going to know after the message. Have you not known? Don't you know? Have you not heard that the everlasting God, amen, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, glory be to God, he owns a cattle on a thousand hills, glory be to God, everything, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and no good thing when he withhold from you that walk uprightly. Glory be to God. Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, he fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding, but he give power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases our strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord 
shall what? Renew their strength. I'm telling you, sometimes you pray, you pray, and you've seen like the, the, the test that you're in is, 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 is wearing you down. It's wearing you down. Amen. Sometimes trying to climb and conquer that mountain is wearing you in and it's wearing you down. Amen. But they that wait on the Lord shall what? Renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They should walk and not faint. Glory be to God. David said, I had almost fainted, lest I did what? Had faith. I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You got to have faith to believe to see. That's what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Amen. Turn to Isaiah uh, uh, Psalms 27. Amen. Psalms 27. Praise be unto God. My notes won't come up so I got to have faith that God's going to lead me to where he need me to lead me to. Glory be to God. Amen. Uh, what kind of faith preacher, faith message. If you don't have faith that God will take you to where you need to go. Glory be to God. Psalms. Glory be to God. Psalms. I believe it is. The 27 chapter. Amen. And verse 13, Paul, David said at Psalms 27, 13, he said, I had fainted unless I had believed to see. I believed to see. I didn't see it with my natural eyes, but I saw it in my mind's eye. I saw it in my spiritual eye. I believed to see. I saw the good out of it. I saw the results. I'm caught up in the mess of it, but I saw the good out of it. I saw the results of it. I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Brother, if you don't have faith in God, you're going to faint. If you don't have faith in God, you're going to faint. If you don't have faith in God, you're going to start getting weary. If you don't have faith in God, you're going to start growing weary with your battles. You're going to say, where the Lord at? I'm saved now. This will be working out for me. Why is not working out for me? God ain't coming fast enough. If you don't have faith, you're going to grow weary. You got to have confidence. You got to maintain confidence in God that God heard me the first time. That God heard me. The, the pastor can't fix it. The saints can't fix it. The request has been submitted to God. The petition has been put before God. Watch this. Give me First John. Give me First John. Amen. Glory be to God. Stay with me. Amen. Only thing we can do is put our petition before God. We can't get weary, saints of God. The devil's trying to wear us down. Trying to wear us down with our tests. Devil's trying to wear us down. Trying to wear us out. Try to wear us out. Try to cause you to give up and go back. Give up. What's the use? God is not real. God is hiding himself. God is not hearing you. Amen. In, in, in 1 John, the fifth chapter. 1 John, the fifth chapter. Verse number 14. 1 John 5, 14. And the Bible says, and this is the confidence. First John, right by Revelation. First John, the fifth chapter, verse 14. And this is the confidence. What is the confidence? Because what does the Bible tell us about confidence? In Hebrews 10, 35, 
Hold your place there in 1 John. Don't turn your place. Don't lose your place there in 1 John, the fifth chapter. Go back to Hebrews. Go back to Hebrews to your left. Go back to your left to Hebrews, uh, 10th chapter. Hebrews, the 10th chapter, verse 35. We just read, and this is the confidence. Amen. Let's look at what the confidence is. Amen. A little further here in a minute. But let's look at here in Hebrews 10, 35. It says, cast not therefore your away. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, your confidence, your trust, your faith, your belief in God. The devil, what he wants you to do is cast it away. So this mountain, brother, is a battle. This mountain is a battle. This mountain is a spirit inside of it. Whatever this thing is, I can't fix it. I can only say, Lord, fix it, Jesus. I love that song, Fix It, Jesus. Who's seen that song? Fix It, Jesus. The Canton Spiritual, Fix It, Jesus. Come on, Brother Stokes, you know who's seen that song. We need Jesus to fix it because, Lord, I can't fix this. I don't even have the last piece of this puzzle, God. I can't fix it. Cast not therefore away your confidence, which have a great recompense of reward. Amen, the Bible says. Uh, amen, uh, Amen. In Hebrews 10, 35. Amen. The, the Bible lets us know which have a great recompense of reward. Verse 36 says, for ye have need of patience. You have need of some patience. Huh? Sometimes we want God to do stuff in our time. We want God to answer right away. God said, you have need of patience. Just speak to the mountain. Speak to the mountain, and in the process of time, something is going to happen. You have need of patience. That after you have done the will of God, you have done the will of God like Peter. He submitted his will to the word. Ye might receive the promise. It didn't say you will receive the promise. <laughs> it didn't say you will receive the promise. God don't always pray in the way that we, that we thought he would. God don't always work in the way that we prayed he would. I said God don't always work in the way that we prayed he would. Sometimes we want this, but God wants that. Sometimes we want to go this way, but God got another plan. Sometimes we may think this is the right way, but God got a better plan. He said he might. Only thing he wants you to do is obey. God got another way to deliver you. The three Hebrew boys didn't know whether they was going to live or die. They just knew that it was obeying God. Don't bow down to that image. O King Nebuchadnezzar set up this big golden image, and a whole world bowed down before. But three, three, the Jews, the three Hebrew boys, and plus others, the three Hebrew boys, they did not bow down to that image. They stood there in front of the king. The king said, why y'all not bowing down? What's wrong with you all? He said, when you hear the sound of, the, of all the music I'm going to play, then you better bow down to the music I'm going to play, or else you're going to be cast into the burning, fiery furnace. And them three Hebrew boys says, Be it so, O king. We will not bow down to thy golden image. We will not serve the gods that you have set up. We will not bow. The whole influence of the world was bowing down. I'm sure there was spirits trying to pull them down to their knees. But they said, we're not going, we're going to stand. And the king says, heat that fire up seven more times, hotter than it ever been heated. Heat it up hotter. Man, them soldiers went over there. They put the, them logs in there. And the Bible says, as they were 
Heat and the fire, the fire slew them. It killed them. It was so hot. It killed the soldiers that threw them in there. Amen. But before they threw them in there, you know what those boys said? I like this here. This is faith. Amen. Turn to Daniel, the third chapter, real quickly. Daniel 3. Glory be to God. Daniel 3, let's see what they answered to the king, because the king gave them one more chance. One more chance. Amen. If you don't bow down, we're going to throw you in. But look what, the, look what these, look what these uh, three Hebrew boys says and sh in verse number 14. Amen. Amen. In verse number, uh, glory be to God. Yes, verse number 13. Then Nebuchadnezzar in his rage and fury commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not, do not serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now if you will be ready at the time you hear the music, amen, you shall fall down and worship the image. I'm skipping around. And if you worship not, you shall be cast the same hour into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And he, then the, the king had a question for him. Who is that God that should deliver you out of my hands? Who going to deliver you out of my hands? And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. I'm not, we're not even going to give you no attention to this here. We're not even careful. That, we're not even going to worry about this. He says, I've heard, here verse 17, If it be so, if it be so. He said, cast not therefore away your confidence. He said, well, for ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. He said, if it be so, our God whom we serve is able. Huh? He is able to deliver us. We know what he's able to do. From the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. But Look, they had it settled. Come on. They had it settled. Saints of God, you got to have this thing settled. You got to have your salvation settled. Come what may, do or die, sink or swim. I'm not going to backslide. I'm not going to bow down to sin. I'm not going back to the world. He, they said, but if not, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king. We will not serve thy gods. I'm not going to buy you no cigarettes. We will not serve thy gods. I'm not going to the dance floor with you. We will not serve thy gods. I'm not going to commit sin with you. Whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens. If you leave me, that's, that's what it takes for me to stay safe. Whatever happens, I got to stay safe. I got to serve God first. I'm not going to worship the image, golden image which thou hast set up. So he says, cast not therefore away your confidence. First John, the fifth chapter. And this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything, I like that. First John 5, 14. This is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, not our will, that's why we got to seek God's will. That's why we're going through tests and trials. Don't be so quick to get out of it. Lord, what is your will for me in the, being in this? Is it your will for me to suffer? Sometimes it's God's will for you to suffer. Sometimes it's the will of God for us to suffer. Amen. Sometimes we got to suffer for the name of Christ. He says, and this is the confidence that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. 
And if we know that he hears us, you got to know that he hears you. You got to have that type of confidence. I know when I pray, God hear me. That's confidence. Whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. But you got to know that. I got to know that there's no sin in my life. I can't get down with doubt. I can't get down with fear. I can't come to God, amen, with doubt and fear whether he hear me or not. No, I got to know he hear me. That's the kind of relationship you got to have with the Lord. Amen. And if you got a mountain in front of you, you may have to get that relationship first. That's why it says have faith in God. Back to, back to Mark 11 chapter. Mark 11 chapter. Back to Mark 11 chapter. Jesus said, answer, he said unto them, have faith in God. He said, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart. After I got that phone, after I picked up that phone in that hospital, amen, and, 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 and Pastor Hodges prayed for my body, saints of God, I did not doubt in my heart that God would heal me. And when I did that, then God revealed to me his will. God revealed to me that he wanted me to go through this. It was for his glory. God had told me the previous day that I was going to go through something for the church. And I said, Lord, whatever it is, let it be for your glory. Let, it feed, let, it, let the church see your glory and let the church benefit from your glory. That's what I said. I was walking the, the flow of the church crying and I felt something strong come over me and God said, something's going to happen to you. I said, well, Lord, whatever it is. And that next day I got that appendicitis. The next day I was in the hospital and I didn't see that when I was in the test. Sometimes, saints, when we ask God, Lord, take me deeper. Lord, take me deeper. I want to lunch out to the deep. You got to go through something. You're going to be tested. You want God to take you a little higher in God? Well, go through your tests. How the way are you going to get to the third grade if you don't pass the second grade? How are you going to get to the college if you don't pass high school? How are you going to be more for God if you're not willing to go through the tests? You got to go through the tests. The Bible says, knowing this is the trying of your faith. Work in patience. Let patience have a perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. The Bible says, whom resists, steadfast in the faith. The devil, he's a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. The Bible says, whom resists, steadfast in the faith. The devil is resisting you, but you got to resist back. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. What? What you're going through, it ain't the first time. What you're going through is not the first time. You're not the only one. Don't let the devil make you feel like you're the only one going through this and nobody knows the trouble that you see. Can't nobody understand me. Can't nobody feel me. Can't, the Bible says that Jesus Christ, he's touched with the feelings of your infirmities. He's moved. He knows your down-sitting. He knows your uprising. He knows your thoughts are far off. He knows how many strands of hair you have on your head and how many teeth you got left in your mouth. God knows you. He knows you better than you know yourself. Glory be to God. Amen. And the Bible says, let's finish up here. For, whoso, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart. Lord, help us not to doubt in our heart. But shall believe that those things which he hath said 
which you have said to that mountain, shall come to pass in the process of time. It shall come to pass. It might not come today, but it shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what so, th- I like this part, verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, amen, when you pray, believe that ye receive them, believe that ye receive them already, and ye shall have them. You got to first believe that the work is done, that the, the prayer is answered before it's answered. You got to believe for the blessing before the material blessing manifests itself or the spiritual blessing manifests itself. You got to already see it and believe it before it comes to pass. You got to walk by faith. You got to walk like I have it. You got to walk like I have it. You got to talk like I have it. The Bible says call for the things that's not as though they were. So when you call for it, I thank God for X, Y, Z. I thank God, amen. I thank God that I'm, I'm already, amen, sanctified. I thank God that I'm living in prosperity. I thank God that he has answered my request, whatever that request is. And not only does God concern about your spiritual things, he's concerned about your natural things as well. Amen. You might need a refrigerator, and you can't afford it. Don't you know, God, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and they that dwell therein? You can pray for God to bless you with that refrigerator. Lord, I re- remove this loud refrigerator. God is about to run me crazy, but I thank you for it. But remove it, God, and bless me with another one. You can walk as though God has all. When you open that, you open that. You ain't open up that, that door. You know the hand you had to pull up and pull it open? Huh? That one you had to pull up, the old one, is like a round. Uh, that's the one you get at home. Okay, you pull it up and you yank it over. Huh? Uh-uh. When you open your refrigerator, go ahead and pull it up until like you open up double doors. Huh? You're getting your water from the thing. Huh? Hey, man. You up all night washing? No, I got me a good, nice, old, brand new dishwasher. Praise be unto God. Amen. Matter of fact, amen. I got my first house. I got my house. Glory be to God. Thank God I got a fresh set of wheels. Thank God. Glory be to God. And you start living in it. And you start thinking, and you start joining other success. Amen. You join other success. When you see somebody else with a new car, you don't say, oh, God ain't blessing me. You all see like I always blessing somebody. No, you go over there. Thank God for your car. I praise God with you. Thank God. Oh, you might, you might say, I know at one time, my brother, I needed me a new suit. God, well, God told me, well, go thank some, go, go, sh- go, go, uh, go, go compliment someone else's suit. Amen. I went to a brother and said, brother, this is a very nice suit. And I know I needed one. Did you know the next day God blessed me with a suit? Huh? Amen. God blessed me with a suit the very next day. Huh? When Sister Minnie Jones came to me, this is Minnie Jones, I'm trying to go see her. Sister Minnie Jones came to me. She was in her, I guess her 80s, her early 80s at the time, or late 70s. And she came to me, she said, son, I need $1,500. I don't know if you remember this, but I was at the minister's meeting. And she was at the minister's meeting. She's a, she, her husband died, the pastor of Mississippi, and she was standing in until God blessed her with a pastor. And she was in need. She was a widow. And she came to me at the end of the line at the food. We was at the food place. And we stepped out in, out in the vestibule. No one heard us. It was just us. She said, I need $1,500, son, to 
pay this bill. And I'm running late on it. I said, well, you know what? It's already done. Let's believe for it. Let's pray for it right now. And as I prayed, we didn't pray, Lord, give it. We prayed, Lord, we thank you for having We thank you for giving her the money that she needs. We thank you, Father God, for supplying her needs in Jesus' name. The ministers meeting last three days. Well, the next day, one of the ministers came to me. Amen. He was from uh, Alabama. He came. He said, he took out a checkbook. He said, you know, the Lord told me to write you a check for $1,500. Huh? He didn't know. We was in a, man, this was in a private area. He didn't know. He said, he said, Lord told me to get this to you and your wife. He didn't say nobody else. He said, you and your wife. Man, I went back into the minister's meeting. I went back into the hall where we were having the meeting. I sat down next to my wife, and I opened it up like this. My wife, she snatched. Ooh, she snatched. She was happy. She snatched because we know we needed something, too. She said, oh, thank God, honey. Who gave you this? Praise God. This is praise. My wife was happy. I said, honey, it's not ours. Huh? I told her the story. She said, well, go ahead and give it. Amen. I think I called back to Brother Milton, the ministers. I said, listen. I said, amen. I'm, I'm, I got a blank check or church check. I'm about to write $1,500 to this sister. And I'm going to deposit what he gave me to the church account. Glory! I tell you, that's how God works. God will work just like that. And brother, I was able to go to her and handle that money. Amen. I didn't have it. God just used, sometimes God will just use you as a vessel to pass blessings through. It ain't even yours. It's for you to pass on to somebody else. Amen. We got a problem with hoarding everything. You need, you can't get, God won't bless you because you won't let stuff go. Amen. You can't get nothing out of these hands if you ain't opening up. You got to let go to receive. Glory be to God. I tell you, if you stay faithful to God in your tithing and your offering, the way God says it, not because the preacher is swindling money out of you. Thank God that's not what we do here. But you, you give it unto the Lord. Don't you know God is obligated to bless you? He's obligated to bless you. Glory be to God. So I thought this morning, verse 22, and Jesus answered, he said unto them, what? Have faith in God. Our thought to you and encouragement to you this afternoon is have faith in God. And the end of my story, the doctors could not believe that God had healed me. I went back to the hospital and showed them that God, I was still alive, and they could not believe it. But you know what? Because I had faith, I was already healed before I left the hospital. We're just waiting on the manifestation. What is it that you have to claim it to be so? It's not yet. It's not manifested. But you need to walk by faith. You need to, you need to, call, you, you need to call those things as not as though they are. And you need to live in it. You need to walk by it. Lord, increase my faith today. You need God to increase your faith. Let's stand. You need God to increase your faith. Let us stand and pray. Our Father God, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Father, for the word on today. We thank you for ministering to our hearts. Lord, help us to have faith in God. Lord, at your word, we will. We will obey. We will walk by faith. Lord, we will conquer the mountain. We will say unto this mountain, be thou removed. Lord God, help us, Lord God, to trust in you with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. Lord, bless your people this afternoon. Lord God, keep your people in peace. Lord, through the tests and trials, through the trying of their faith, help them not to faint and grow weary. 
my God, in well-doing. Help them, Lord God, to know that they shall reap if they faint not, Father. Help them, Lord, to know that the answer is on the way. Help them to know, Father God, that you sent the angel on the run. Help them to know, Father God, that you, they, have, they must walk by faith and not by sight. Rebuke the spirit of doubt. Rebuke the very spirit of fear. Rebuke the very spirit of unbelief. Help them to resist the devil, and he shall flee from them. Help them, Lord God, to put on the whole arm of God. Lord, help them, Father God, to take the shield of faith. My God, and quench all the fiery darts of accusations, all the fiery darts of negativity, all the fiery darts of, the, of spirits trying to bring them down. Father, help them to quench it with the shield of faith. Now, Father, have your divine way. Bless this, your people. Lord God, help us to live by faith and not by sight. Walk by faith and not by sight. Help us, Lord God, to have faith in God. Increase our faith. Encourage our faith. Inspire our faith so we can inspire others. Elevate others. Help to restore others back and give them hope, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, Lord, we thank you for what you have done. We thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, we thank you and praise you. Amen. 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 All right. You can continue to stand because we'll go ahead and dismiss uh, at this time. We're going to have Brother Stokes, if he'll come and pray.